I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Jeffrey St. Aramand. Jeffrey's an award-winning sports television producer and leading partner of the successful Trisha Lee team. He's an experienced property expert whose approach to real estate is based on fostering positive relationships. Um, Jeffrey, let me start just by saying thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking out the time uh, out of your morning. No, absolutely. Um, I think it's great to engage with other like-minded people and, and to really have a great conversation. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's start by just um, letting the listeners know a little bit about you. Tell, tell us your story, you know, kind of where you came from and, and, and what you're up to now. Right. So as you alluded to, I... Um, I am working on the Trisha Lee team, my fiance, which is an interesting dynamic as just to start right there, but that's been going well. And we just recently started working together within the last year. Um, We both have had, and some of the things that brought us together is that we both had successful careers prior to real estate. Um, And to that point, I worked in television sports for some time, um, a pretty high level. I've won a couple of Emmys, national Emmys, um, and while doing that, and you know, working from everyone from Kanye West to, to Tom Brady, I always tell people that, and both names are kind of apropos right now in these times. <laughs> well, but, just not to interrupt you, but just so you know, I'm I'm a, a I'm originally from Boston. I'm a New England Patriots season ticket holder. So, the fact that you have worked with Tom Brady is kind of amazing to me. That we could just stop there, but <laughs> please, please go on. Uh, I've spent a lot of time uh, on that 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 two lane street where you're trying to leave uh, Foxborough and it takes forever. So I, I'm yeah. quite familiar with the area, <laughs> and even the new the, the new section yeah. that's opened up with uh, actually I think it was named the CBS Lounge or something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've hung out there for quite some time. So I spent a lot of good times there. Um, and so, but you know, to the whole notion of, of, of that, that pivot, you know, as I was in edit rooms, there were times, you know, I was always dabbling into real estate. And as I was in edit rooms, there were always times that I wanted to, not wanted to, that I was actually negotiating deals while working on a feature on whomever. And the editor would turn around and look at me and like, what is this guy doing? And so um, I kind of saw the writing of the wall in that industry. I was a freelancer or permalancer with multiple networks like CBS, NBC, TNT. And I just knew that, Ultimately, there will be, you know, the the executives will be looking to, you know, cut costs as everyone is, and hire uh, staff, staff, uh, full time staff, production people, which they can pay less. And so I wanted to get ahead of that. And the timing was right. We were just post the first recession, and um, I jumped in. And at that point, it was a seller's market. And um, one thing that was important to me was to really maintain that level of success. Uh, in one, in one. Uh, one field, and and as I did in, in television, do the same thing in real estate. So I really, and I'm and I'm a big proponent of coaching. So to help expedite that that learning curve, I um, I worked with Tom Ferry, I worked with uh, uh, Mike Buffini, 
I did the ninja ninja selling program. I did everything that you know um, new agents should do, and I would urge new agents to do um, to maintain and to expedite that process and to you know fill that that learning curve. So I did that, and then um, that that was really helpful. That was really really helpful, and you know. Early in those stages, I'm also a big Gary V follower and I'm a big believer in, yeah, in content. And I really thought that, you know, I have a great skill set and I should go all the way with it. Um, but one of the one of the uh, hesitations that I had is that I was a producer before and I would always showcase talent. So whether it be Dan Marino, Boomer Esiason, Charles Barkley, making them the star and not so much myself. So I had to get over that, that apprehension, as it were. Um, and I just decided to go all the way and I, I was dabbling in it those first couple of years. And I've been in real estate as a whole for about uh, a little over seven years. And most recently when I, uh, joined Sirhan and we have a full service, the only firm that has a full service in-house studios team, that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to go all the way in. And that's been a big, a big, uh, pivot in my career. Um, and as far as my um, brand and really showcasing the brand. And, and also I, I did some coaching at Sirhan. Actually, I, I, um, I moderated a couple of the courses that we have, Business in a Box, which you know, really helps a lot of national um, agents, you know, national and international agents on how to you know, build your brand, some systems and some practices that were really uh, impactful and, and really resonated with me and with my skill set, and were really timely because I thought with a lot of the other coaching um, experiences that I had, there was some tried and true practices, but they weren't really um, apropos in, in these times. And so with Sirhant combining the, the importance of your brand, um, the, the newer systems to use, that I really found that to be effective and immediately made a difference um, in, in how I was uh, perceived by my clients and really helped me to get to a higher price point. So um, that in a nutshell is, is a bit of my story, kind of truncated, but I think that kind of gives you an idea of, of the process and the journey as the journey continues now, because I'm still continuing to do more and which is part and parcel why we're here now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Super, super interesting background. And, and it, it's, it's fascinating to me when I do these interviews that, you know, everybody has something, something they came from, something that's, you know, their their backstory. And, and probably 95% of the people, it's not real estate, right? It's like something completely unrelated. And then, oh, by the way, I just found real estate somehow, whether that's in the sales avenue or it's investing, you know, what whatever the case may be. It's it's very much uh, an interesting kind of transition that people make, and then what I always find also fascinating is kind of where does that where does that previous life kind of fit in with what you're doing now? And so um, I think you know that comes down to what what skill sets were there. What what about you know being a producer? Have you moved into you know sort of real estate sales? Well, I think outside of the obvious that we talk about with the with the content piece mm -hmm. and doing property tours and and giving information about um, the market and timely things that are going on, whether it be um, interest rates and and how that is, um, I think the ability to communicate number one effectively that's definitely an important skill set because that transcends regardless of the of the genre. 
um, of work that you're in. But also, you know, as I take a step back, I really produce the entire transaction. So that's, you know, whether it be bringing in great photographers um, to, 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 you know, take the photo property, to photo the property, whether it be great stagers, whether it be um, great interior designers, um, contractors. So I'm producing all that piece. And to draw, I know you're a big Tom Brady fan. I, I like to draw this analogy. It's sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm the quarterback. I'm the Tom Brady, yeah. you know, of the entire process. So I'm making sure that everyone's in the right position. I'm making sure that they are doing what they're doing you know, because my coach, similar to Belichick, my coach is a seller, my coach is a client. So I'm making sure that they're happy. Um, and I'm just, you know, executing every piece of it. So I really like to produce the entire transaction from soup to nuts. And that's whether it be on the sales side or the buy side, giving the buyer the appropriate information, um, the appropriate uh, data to determine where that offer should come in. Or if you're an investor, knowing where the the market's going to be granted. We don't have, you know, crystal ball, but seeing what's happening and seeing where the trends are and knowing where the ROI is for them with the investment property. So, you know, ultimately just producing the entire transaction. And so that really just lights me up doing that. So that's how those, those various um, skill sets really transfer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, 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 obviously I'm a sports fan. I, and I, I think that the, the, those analogies of sort of being that quarterback, you know, whether it's, uh, whatever different sides to the deals, right? If you're the, you're the, you're brokering that sale, you have to coordinate everything. You have to quarterback back all of that. Like you said, you're, you're, if you're, you know, sort of on one side, whether it's the seller or the buyer on a commercial transaction, same thing. There's a lot of pieces to put together that are, you know, essentially guiding, guiding over the finish line. Um, you mentioned content and you mentioned Gary Vee. I'm also a big fan of Gary Vee. And I think that it's actually probably a really good thing for us to maybe talk about a bit here is, is, you know, content production and the value of that, because it seems that it's very, very hard to, in real estate, at least, and, and probably in a lot of other fields, but really very, very hard to kind of make your mark without some level of branding, social media presence, all of that. And, so what did you, I guess, maybe give us some of the ideas of, of that you use, the strategies that you use uh, in terms of content production and, and, and what you're doing to, to grow your own brand? Right. I mean, I think for me, one, one of the keys is, um, again, falling back, putting back that producer hat on whenever I uh, was doing any type of piece featuring uh, let's say Tom Brady again, you know, I would read everything that I need to know about um, whomever their opponent is, whoever Brady is prior to having and sitting down with my, with the talent to produce the piece. So what's really important in, in the parallel here, as it pertains to content and real estate is really reading a lot of information. You know, every morning, one of the things I, I read at least five or six publications every morning and I get up early enough and I have that time to do that. And so that keeps me on the cusp of what's going on. So now I understand that in this world, you know, there's really not a need for a broker just to show you properties for any client. I mean, because everything is, is easily reachable, obviously, through technology and what have you. What's important is how then does that consumer really consume that content? How do they really understand what, how it pertains to them? Because oftentimes people see things or read things on a macro scale or the media 
um, puts out things on a macro level and does it really don't have it on a micro level, which is really what real estate is. So when it comes to content, I think about just, just most recently, I posted something about Airbnb in New York City. There's a lot of there's a lot of question mark and is can that is it legal first of all um and so i was out with a buyer recently and they were they told me well i guess i can't do airbnb anymore but no that's not accurate actually you can do airbnb especially if you live in the property and you can do short-term stays you know now if you're an investor it has to be the new laws now you have to have at least 30 day stays so those so that's something you know that you may just consider like oh this is a great article but consider who your audience is you know, if you're if you're if you're selling and working with buyers that want multi-family properties, you should educate them on that, and that's great content. Now, obviously, you you, you know there's there's uh, markets that you work in. Um, if you don't necessarily have a listing, showcase the neighborhood. You know, I did a, a property recently um, in, in in Crown Heights in Brooklyn, um, and that was a long transaction, which is a whole another story. But when we initially uh, marketed, we showcased the property, but we also showcased the neighborhood. Um, and so, you know, that way you bring people in because they're not just living in that, in that, you know, brick and mortar home, they're actually a part of the community. So it's important to really showcase what and where they're going to, where they're going to live. So really thinking of what would resonate with you um, as a consumer and providing that information to your audience. Um, and that's, that's really the simplest, one of the simplest ways uh, to do it. And the other, and I give you another little hack that um, I forgot where I found this at, but you can just put on Instagram or whatever platform you're on, um, you know, what, in, what questions, ask your audience, what questions do they have about real estate? You get one or two or three re replies from that. There's your content. You answer those questions in a video form and that's content. So I think oftentimes we try to overthink and overproduce in our heads what we want to put out. Um, and, and the biggest thing is that it needs to be at a certain level of production. Right now, we have our phones, whatever, you know, iPhone, Samsung, whatever phone you have, that, that's all you need. You need that, and you put the content out, you look right in your, in your phone, and you speak to whatever issue you're discussing. You know, and I, I might, the stuff on my on my uh, platforms, they run the gamut from high-end production to you know something where I'm just looking right into the lens and speaking. And oddly enough, when I'm giving information um, about point in case, most recently the Airbnb, that gets a lot more engagement or very similar level of engagement as something that's a high-end, highly produced and highly polished product. So don't allow perfection to get in the way of consistency. Just consistently put out content and, and your, your audience will grow and people will perceive you to be, and hopefully you will become that expert in your neighborhood and in your market. Yeah, no, those are great tips. And I, so I, I, I'm hearing sort of preparation, obviously you want to be whatever content you're putting out there, you know, especially if it's educational, you want it to be correct, yeah. <laughs> founded in, founded in fact, uh, you know, correct information and you want it to be applicable to, you know, as you mentioned, that sort of micro level, right? So it's a lot of what we see in, you know, mainstream media is going to be just like generalizations. And so if you're trying to uh, create content to a particular product or a particular skill, then it should be really dialed into, to, you know, all, exactly that, that particular product, that particular skill and, and that particular market, whatever, whatever, 
you know, sort of smaller things, because, you know, just in, in terms of real estate, the real estate market in, you know, New York City is going to be very different than the real estate market in, you know, the Midwest or something like that. So it's the, what you're what you're putting out for content isn't going to be the same as someone who would be having that same uh, approach in, in the Midwest. So it's, it's interesting um, and, and valuable points. And, you you know, the point about it being, you know, sort of highly produced versus, uh, you know, just speaking into the camera, miners and listen, I, I'm, you're much more of an expert here. I, I am not a content production expert, but I, I think that one thing that people maybe miss is that, you know, that what you mentioned about, it doesn't need to be perfect. And right. the, the consistency and for better or for worse, sometimes it's just quantity, right? So it just, right. it's you're, you're, the more you put out and, and the reality is, is although that's, you know, if the, if the algorithm likes quantity, the other thing about that is, is, you know, that sort of adage of practice makes perfect. So the more you do, the more comfortable you're going to be, the, the better it's going to, it's going to sound. So it, 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 you know, you might do it for the algorithm, but you might, you might also uh, be be gaining actually valuable skill by you know sort of that continuous practice, right? And 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 it's the whole notion of you know again staying in the sports analogy. You have to the more at bats you know and the more at bats you have, the better it is. So you got to take keep going, keep going to bat, and and you're gonna get better. You're gonna get better. Your 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 storytelling is gonna get better. The content's gonna get better. So all that's gonna improve as you can as you continue and be consistent in putting out the product. And and one thing I, I like to say, I oftentimes say is that, you know, you talk you touched a little bit about the macro versus micro piece, but you know you have to remember not only is that important based on your market, but also what's important is understanding that you know, the media sells headlines and we as real estate professionals, we sell homes. So we have to, yeah, everyone knows regardless of the market, interest rates are high. So what are we doing to combat that? And that's where you need to bring your, your knowledge and, and um, your contacts in the industry and say, hey, you know, you can get a five, seven, 10 year arm that'll allow you to uh, get a lower, a lesser interest rate right now and then in the future, you can refinance. So yeah. those type of things, yes, what the media is stating is true, but oftentimes that, that freezes people, that paralyzes them, and they choose not to do anything. So mm -hmm. I think that's important for you to communicate that and say, hey, here's what you do now, because this is the opportunity for you to um, leverage it as a buyer and, and negotiate and have some level of negotiability. If you wait until the rates go down, as the media is saying, the rates are going to go down conceivably in the spring. Everyone else is doing the same thing. So now you're going to get back in the same predicament where you potentially pay above ask um, for a property, but at a lower rate. So it's, it's essentially pick your poison. I'd rather purchase something now and refinance as opposed to having you know, a lesser rate at a higher asking price. So that type of information is, is also um, what you need to provide. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Actually, that's a, a great strategy in the sense that take those, take those big headlines, you know, the headlines that are, you know, sort of scaring people or whatever, and then bring making content based on solution, you know, sort of problem solving content. So you mentioned the interest rates, like oh, interest rates are high. Well, there's a lot of creative ways to work around that. 
um, and as you mentioned, so it's it's whether you're in residential real estate, commercial real estate. I mean, there there are ways to figure it out. There are loan assumptions. There are, um, as you mentioned, you know, kind of the adjustable rate uh, mortgages in residential. There, there's there it it's not like they're high. They're high for everybody. There's no solving it. Like just kind of there, and and yes, eventually they'll they'll come back down. Like interest rates go up and down all the time. They have through history, and so the trick is, you know, kind of get in there. And then if you, if you buy something at, you know, today's interest rates, and it it is a good deal, and then you are able to lower your interest rate later in the future, speaking from an investor standpoint, that's, you know, that's a huge win, I guess, as a homeowner standpoint, too, right? If your if your homeowner payments, or your your uh, home mortgage payments go down, um, that's going to be great news. So there's, you know, you may refinance and take some cash. I mean, there's a lot of different strategies that you can use there. So uh, I, I love, I love that you pointed that out. And then to that point, I'll just add, you know, I tell people, and this, this resonates in, in all sectors of, 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 whether it be financial sector and Wall Street, crypto, whatever it is, uncertainty in the market always lends itself to some level of opportunity. There's always opportunity and uncertainty. So, if you look in in real and if you look in uh, Wall Street, people make a ton of money when when the market is down. You look in crypto right now; there's gone down, which is almost getting back to its its numbers where it was previously. And the same can be can be said for for real estate. You know, the uncertainty right now, the less buyers, and there's opportunities right now. And this is your 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 window when you know you can really make money is right now when there's some level of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, was that that. Warren Buffett quotes, be greedy when others are scared and scared when others yeah. are greedy. Yep. And it, it's just, yeah, it, it's just the whole, I think people, people are, people were scared a year ago when the markets were crazy and they're like, oh, everything's overpriced. I'm not going to buy anything. Well, now the interest rates went up. And so the market's slowing down and the opportunities are there and people are afraid because it, the opportunities are because the, the interest rates are high. And it's, it, you've just, uh, you need to think about it from the other direction. It's like it's you're not you're not necessarily, especially with real estate, you're not buying for this minute. Right. You're buying for you know five years down the road, ten years down the road, and so you got to look at it. Maybe here is where you look at it from a macro picture. Is like what is this going to look like for me? It might not be a perfect buy today because the interest rates high, or you know a year ago the interest rates were super low, but the prices were high. It's like it may not be perfect, but but what's good about it? And what can I change in the future? And so it's just kind of um, looking at it from from all angles and, and getting creative. Absolutely. And it's like the old adage that that many people in real estate say, you know, you date the rate, you marry the home. And that's yeah. exactly what, what you're saying there. You know, you're looking on that, look more so on the long term as opposed to the short term. And then you make your, your uh, decision accordingly. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that certain certain price points and certain buyers aren't more directly impacted by the increase of interest rate but if you have the ability to carry that extra 100 bucks 150 bucks whatever it is monthly for you know let's say a year or two then then that's where the advantages will come so yeah yeah because a lot of times people say oh you're saying that so matter of factly but it does impact my you know my our per my purse strings and you know if someone has a tighter budget so i i understand that but there are there are definitely opportunities and products that could um help you and, and guide you through that process yeah yeah no that that's a great point and though i i guess maybe the 
the value there is is the the person that buys at a lower price because the interest rates are higher will have the opportunity to refinance and bring that rate down. The, the person who buys at a lower rate but overpays for something, you're you're you just got to hope that it continues to go up because your rate's probably not. You know, people who bought things with a two or three percent interest rate, it's not it's not going anywhere. It's not going to you know not likely to go below that. And right. who knows what happens in in five or ten years? But but you're you're actually again your opportunity may actually be better uh, in in these types of times than they would be you know when when everything looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, well, Jeff, let me let me switch gears so we can. Uh, I want to get to ask you the questions I ask every guest, um, and the first one is is based on the name of the show being "Know Your Why." So. What is your why? What what drives you? You know, kind of. You are obviously very very successful in a previous career. Now you're successful in real estate. What what kind of drives that ship? I mean, I'll tell you the very simplest and and basic answer will be want to be the best. Period in whatever it is that I do. So that means my why is is being at the top tier in whatever capacity I'm working at. So, um, and then to really get more granular, obviously my why is gonna be my family to help support my family. Um, you know, that, that's, that's really important. Um, and, and legacy, I think legacy is really important as well. And so I think about those things um, when, when I, you know, and, and, and it's so funny, I just yesterday I was watching something from uh, Tony Robbins and he said, um, I don't negotiate with my mind. I don't give my mind the opportunity to negotiate on, uh, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll do this now, or, or maybe I'll do it a little later, you know, and, and that really resonated with me. Um, one of it is getting up early in the morning. You know, that, that's part of my why. Do I actually want to get up at 5.15 and get on a uh, Peloton every morning and, and do like a 45-minute workout? Absolutely not. But the second I start, I allow my mind to, you know, convince myself, uh, no. There's no, there's no negotiating with your mind. Like, this is what we're doing. Let's get up and, and that's it. And so, um, and that's the same, the same can be said about the why, you know, this is my why there's no negotiating about that. And this is why I do what I do. So um, that's really, you know, uh, in a nutshell, that's really, that's, that's essentially my why there. Yeah. No, I, I like that, you know, negotiating with your mind because it, it's, kind of an easy negotiation to lose if you allow it to happen right your mind, <laughs> your, yeah. mind your mind's a very powerful negotiator um but i also i just love that you said that, that you just want to be the best and have have a level of excellence in everything that you do because i think a lot of us and in, in myself included in in this whole podcast is based around knowing your why and and i think we always look for an external why mm. right and like like People, I mean, people listen to this, they know like my why is, is my family for sure. But, but yeah, I do, I do want to be the best. Like I do want, you know what I mean? Like it, I do want to achieve a level of excellence. And so um, I, I really kind of love that you said that and that, that, you know, that you acknowledge it, right? Like, it's just not something that um, I, I feel we probably, a lot of us uh, think that, but maybe don't feel like that that's an okay thing to say you know what I mean? like they're right. like oh, i gotta th i gotta think of the non-selfish way to have a right. why and it's like <laughs> no no it's all part of it and, and a good friend of mine he's, he's a he's a coach and and he always says you know you you say you say you're doing this for your kids well your your kids don't care 
kids don't <laughs> kids don't care if you are you know if you're a billionaire in real estate like the kids don't care about that right. um they care that you're you know playing with them and I, I told you today's my son's birthday like my kid cares that i'm seeing his dinosaur balloons like they, they don't care what what you're trying to build so 100 to some level there there has to be some self in you know i don't know if selfish is the right word but just like some self component of this of this why that that drives you because um it's hard to just always move forward because just because someone else thinks you should, you know, that, that, then you just have a job. Right. So um, you, hit it, you hit the nail right on the head with that selfishness. I mean, I, I'll embrace it. It's about being selfish. That that's, that's a whole notion of the why, like yeah. what, what is your, you know, what, what is it that you really want to do? And selfishly, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, tangible other effects, you know, because of that, you know, to your point about the family, they'll, they'll, they'll get that as well, but selfishly has to be for you. And then everyone else will be impacted by it. And, and the one thing I think is important, you know, cause everyone is a big believer in manifesting and why and everything else. And, you know, I talked about the pivoting and, and all that stuff is really easy, you know, making that pivot once you make that decision is easy, but what's really the challenge is the discipline that's associated with that to lead to those successes. Cause it's easy to say, I'm going to make the pivot, but are you, do you, how much are you committed to that discipline? And that's where that why comes in as well. Like where's your discipline towards achieving the why, which is why it, it all go, comes back full circle to not negotiating with your mind. You know, yeah. this is what it is. And that's it. There's no negotiability there. And this is what I'm going after. So I think it's important to, you know, um, have those goals and, and your whys, but have those uh, tangible um, goals to make sure you're, you're, you're setting it and, and hitting it and, and getting closer to reaching it long term. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100% agree that that's a, a really, a, I mean, there's no wrong answer to what is your why, but it, I, I really do love that they sort of brought up that component of it, because I think it's a, it's a very real part of it. Um, second question for you is, Tell us something about yourself that maybe people don't know. Special skill, a hobby, something something just to get to know you better that uh, uh, anything you're comfortable sharing. Hmm. Well, I, <laughs> um, my, my wife just came down and she whispered out loud, uh, a great singer. I was like... <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. That's, and that, <laughs> that's something that um, I don't share often. And, well, the only person I might share that with is my daughter on her way to school and the song will come on. She'll turn around and look at me and like, don't sing, don't sing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but especially yeah. when I pick up her friend and we're, we're heading to school, I would, the song just turns on. She just looks at me right away. So it's, it's understood. So that, do that, it, that's one thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. You know, we talked about it before. Yeah, before you're old, wait until they get about 11 or 12. You yeah, know, you become yeah. the bane of their existence. The, the sass becomes even even bigger, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And <laughs> a girl. Grows with them. Yeah, no, my little yeah. girl is, she's already sassy. I, I'm, I'm terrified <laughs> of when she becomes a teenager. Um, no, that's that's amazing. I, I love I love music and singing. But yeah, my, my kids, uh, <laughs> I would say none of us are good dancers, but we enjoy dancing together when, uh, you know, the music comes on just right. because it's fun. So, yeah, it uh, that's that's awesome. Um, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Uh, the best way they can reach out to me a few ways. You can reach me directly, uh, by email, JSA at Sirhant, S-E-R-H-A-N-T.com. Um, you can reach me on LinkedIn, Jeffrey St. Araman. 
S T A R R O M A N D. Um, you can also reach me on IG. I'm at J S A underscore cells S E L L S underscore N Y C. So any and on Facebook as well, Jeffrey Saint Aramon on Facebook. So all the platforms, um, I'm there, readily available and and reachable. Cool. We'll put all that in the show notes for people listening, and they can find you. Um, yeah. Final question for you: What is a piece of advice you would give to someone who is getting started? And and honestly, I'll let you kind of take that in whatever direction you want, getting started in real estate, getting started in a new career, whatever, however you want to bring it. Um, I'm, I'm very open to, so, so I'll leave it at, how would you advise them getting started? Well, the first thing I would say is um, definitely to have some level of, of coaching um, to help you learn the, the, the basics of the, of the industry. Um, and that coaching could be, you know, we talked about it earlier, whether it be paying for coaching and or um, being a part of a team that has a team lead that could that you can learn from, you can shadow and really learn the nuances of the industry. Um, the other advice I would say is be prepared for for some hardships, because oftentimes, whether it be on 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 social media, which is just basically a highlight reel of all of your great moments. You know, very rarely do you show um, the ebbs and flows of this industry and, and you know, the times where you're going to decide that you want to give up, you know, so be prepared for that and have control of your mind and understand that, you know, knowing, and we talked about this earlier, knowing what your why is and keeping that in the, the goal ultimately and being, and knowing that you'll have some difficulties, but you know what your why is and you'll, you'll fight through it. Um, and when you couple that with the coaching, having systems in place, you know, it, it'll come together. And I always tell people that real estate is a lot like, um, is a lot like the military. There's an old military adage, hurry up and wait. So you're going to hurry up. You're going to do all the work. You're going to learn all the systems. You're going to make yourself, put yourself out there in social, and then it's going to wait. You have to wait for those results yeah. to come. They will come once the consistently have, consistency is there. Um, but it's, it's definitely hurry up and wait. And lastly, I'll say, and I, I said this to a group not too long ago is to give yourself some grace, give yourself some grace, knowing that knowing in the one caveat with that is knowing that you're doing what you need to do, but give yourself some grace in the process. Um, you know, those three things, if you couple those three things or, you know, two to three things, you'll see the outcome, but just know it's, it's, um, it's not instantaneous. Um, but with anything, if you have the drive, consistency, and the know-how, the results will come. And when they'll come, they'll come in, in, a, in a big way. So make sure you're prepared for the success when it comes as well. So that's, that, that's what I would tell folks. That's fantastic. I love uh, all of that. I think all really um, just important things, and you know, especially just including the give yourself some grace because, yeah. Your highlight reel on social media does not include often <laughs> all the downtimes that happen when you're 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 pushing for these big successes. So um, I think that's that's a fantastic piece of advice, um, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you taking the time out, um, sharing your story, and all the all the value uh, that the listeners are I'm sure are going to get from this. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate appreciate you reaching out, having me on the show and uh, allow me to speak to, you know, get on your platform and speak to your audience as well. And as you mentioned before, if anyone wants to reach out to me, you know, my information is there. And um, I'm always open to do re doing referrals. 
um, you know, in, in your prospective markets, if there's anyone in New York, um, Florida, and other major markets, um, you know, we could definitely collaborate. Um, I say that to you specifically and to your audience as a whole. Perfect. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, well, listen, folks uh, listening, I'm sure you're going to love this episode. Uh, Jeffrey gave us a lot, of, a lot of great tips, a lot of great value here. Um, so please like and re rate and review the show so we can get more amazing guests. Um, and with that, I will sign out and go, uh, go have birthday breakfast with my son. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.